Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker, and I'm here to help you unlock your true strength so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. Good afternoon, my friends. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I wanted to pop on here and talk to you about a concept that I like to talk about. I like to call this um, the emotional compass. So as someone who's super empathic like myself, meaning that I'm very much impacted by the energies around me. There's multiple different types of empaths, but I'm very much like an energetic empath. There's like those who connect with animals or who are more impacted by like world circumstances. I'm mostly impacted by like energies. So I can feel people's energy. It doesn't matter if it's coming through a post or an email or a phone call or in person. I'm pretty good at picking up on emotions. And as an empath, we often take on a lot of those emotions that other people and maybe the world is experiencing as our own. And growing up, this was so confusing for me. I actually only just discovered that I was an empath about maybe nine months ago when I was a part of my coaching certification. And another woman in there was talking about how she's an empath. And when she described what it was and being super sensitive, like kind of not really understanding like the emotions in her body, how she experienced a lot of anxiety from that. I was like, oh my word, that is me. Because I've always been that person who has been highly sensitive to everything going on around me. I was always that person who internalized anything that was said to me or going on around me, inside of me, which created this um, internal dialogue that was not great, honestly. It was very disempowering. It was very, it put me down a lot, right? And I had to go through this process of really understanding like what it meant to be an empath, what it meant to be a super sensitive person and how to cope in a way that I could ground myself in my own feelings and be able to interpret what's going on with me versus what's going on with someone else and being able to interpret that. For those of you who are maybe not an empath, this probably makes no sense to you. But for those of you who feel like you are holding on to a lot of the emotional situations in your life, I bet that you are probably an empath like myself. So I was thinking about this concept today. Yesterday was a very emotionally draining uh, day for myself. And today I was feeling a lot better. I did a lot of like grounding um, activities for me. It's like reading, stretching, breathing, um, talking to people who who bring me back down, who can help me like separate those feelings that I'm going through. And I wanted to talk to you about emotional compass. So this concept is so vital because in my perspective now, there's positive and negative emotions, right? That we experience. We experience 50% positive emotions in our life, 50% negative. It's a 50-50 chance. Not everything is sunshine and rainbows and positive all the time. There was a time in my life where I felt like that's what the expectation, the goal was. I'm here to tell you that that is not the case. That feeling negative emotions can actually be a pathway to leading you more to being in touch with yourself, to creating better boundaries, to noticing that something is off in your life 
and that you need to realign with what is true for you. So if you picture like a compass, right? We have north, south, east, west. As you're more on the top piece, that north part of the compass, that's where we're experiencing positive emotions like happiness and joy and we're feeling excited and joyous and we're feeling abundant, things like that. And we can absolutely feel that shift when we are below that line, when we're headed towards south, where we're feeling envy, jealous, we're feeling depression, we're feeling maybe anxious, fear, those type of things. And I think especially as empaths, we tend to freak out when we're feeling those negative emotions. We want to completely block them out. We want to focus on all the actions that we can do outside of our body in order to help us control what's going on inside. This is something I used to do a lot myself, whether it be controlling my food, controlling my body by exercising, controlling other people around me so that I didn't have to experience certain emotions. And I've come to realize that feeling these negative emotions and actually allowing them to sit in your body and know that you can handle them and that you can allow them to just be there and like welcome them in. You can say, hey, like I see you, but like there's the door right? So you can like acknowledge them, say, Hey, and then if you choose to let go of them, you can just show them the door and move yourself into a more neutral or positive place. I think experiencing and sitting with those emotions is really, really an important part of this process because I know that myself and many of my clients tend to want to not feel anything. They want to just tell me what to do, tell me all the actions. And I've really moved to this place for myself and for my clients where I'm really holding that space for them to have this emotional experience and to figure out what's true for them. And feeling those negative emotions is part of moving you towards Okay, so we feel anxious, you feel depressed, you feel fearful. Let's really dive into what kind of thoughts might be creating that experience for you and what might you want to experience instead. So these are some common questions that I'll ask is, you know, okay, what thought might you be thinking to feel that way? Okay, in this circumstance, in this situation that's causing that feeling, how would you like to feel? What's the feeling you would like to be experiencing? then what kind of thoughts might you have to think in order to feel that way? And a lot of times it takes a lot to grasp onto that idea at first. I remember for me, I was like, what do you mean? What thoughts do I have about this? And it's such a powerful experience to be able to like watch your mind and understand that you have a choice in how you get to feel. You 100% have a choice on how you get to feel every single day. I don't care what the situation is. You could, you could lose your job. You could, something bad could happen. I don't know. Just things happen in your life, right? And I want to offer that it's not the, the situation, the circumstance that is causing us to feel that way. It's our interpretation of how we're viewing that situation. For example, like a lot of the women I, I help struggle with body image and disordered eating like I have. And an interpretation of, say, your weight going up could be, this is great. Or you could say, this is the worst thing ever. Or you're just like, cool, that's a number. (laughs) My gravitational pull on earth is now X pounds, cool. (laughs) So there's so many different like interpretations of seeing that information, but I know like my clients especially are very triggered by that number, that circumstance because of the way they're choosing to think about it. 
and often it's in a very negative way. So we have to really, really in my practice, I pull away that circumstance altogether. We really work on like building emotional intelligence. But I've come to a place in my journey where like I can step on a scale and see a number and just be like, cool, that's what my gravitational pull on earth is today. Awesome. <laughs> like it doesn't really mean much to me anymore. Whereas before it was like this constant struggle where like, I feel like 80% of my brain was taken up by thoughts about my body, thoughts about food daily. And it was exhausting. I just felt exhausted about it all the time. I couldn't understand people who had so much mind space to figure out things like that were not related to food and body because I was always concentrated on that, but I didn't have space to figure out the rest of it. So knowing your emotions and really like being in touch with them and allowing them is such an important part of any kind of journey as it really allows you to look internally and to find that you are in control of your emotional experience and you get to decide what you get to feel. And there's so much I could say on this, but it's, I think it's just so important, especially now with so many circumstances being out of control, not yeah, They're out of our control, right? Like we don't get to control coronavirus. We don't get to control we are sheltering in place, most of us, but we do get to control our perception of that and how we choose to think about it and how we act. So if we choose to, you know, do the safe thing, which is stay home and allow this to pass and to take this time to look internally and to really like be with ourselves, I think that this could be a really amazing opportunity and I'm taking it that way. I'm not saying it's been an easy journey, but it's been a very healing process of like allowing myself to really do the inner work and to really sit with myself. So I just wanted to offer that as a, a new perspective, a new thought that maybe you could try on for yourself if maybe you've been struggling with that piece of what's going on in the world today. So I hope that you guys got some value from that. Um, I hope it brought you some new perspectives, some new ways to look at emotions and how to process them. And maybe you learned today that you're an empath and that's really awesome. There's a lot of really great tools that I try to, I'm trying to give more tools like that, but you can also do like Pinterest and been listening to a really great new podcast called Empath to Power, which is a good one too for highly sensitive empathic people. So I definitely recommend that. But if you are looking to do some deeper work on any of this stuff to really go inside and find your peace to drift towards your truth, to really learn how to sit with those emotions, I want to offer you to just send me a message and let me know like you're interested in talking more about that. That's really what I focus on in my coaching practice is helping people turn inwards to create this internal strength. I, kind, I call my business Mind and Body Strong. But the underlying piece of that is this spirituality, this like finding your inner strength, because from that place, you can create so much because every single one of us has this infinite power and abundance that is unlimited laying within us. And if only you knew that it was there, you would be unstoppable. So that is my life's mission and passion is to help more women tap into that power and to bring their gifts to the world. So again, just send me a quick message if you're interested in learning more about that. We can definitely have a conversation and chat more about emotional intelligence, body image, all of those great things. But I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day and 
that again, you got some value from this training. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.